back to us. <laughs> so now. <laughs> I may just actually cut that and use it. It'd be great. That'll be your. That'll be your. You're welcome. That, that'll, that'll be our transition from now on. It's just that. <laughs> What's up, folks? It's Chris here with Real Amigos, and we have a very special treat for you tonight. This is actually our very first spoiler cast, and we're going to be talking about what is possibly the biggest movie in the history of movies. Uh That is Avengers Infinity War. With me, as always, are my two co-hosts, Donnie. Donnie, what's up? Hola, not much. Coming to you from under the sombrero. From under the, it's the biggest movie until the next one comes out. <laughs> That's true. That we, right. I, we're, we're actually going to talk about that because I, I, uh, I'm interested in what you guys think about that. But we'll get there. Uh, also, All of right. course, it's Phil. You heard his voice. Phil, what's up, man? Hey, it's Phil. You got a. L- <laughs> we're off. Oh, you can to, see we're me off too, to a right? great. We're off to a great start. Yes. <laughs> so uh, you have a Been little. Enjoying, uh, yeah, I've been joined by a couple of my friends. That's a couple of. Stars, star-studded event this evening. That's yeah. right. So if you are watching yeah, the video am, version, if you're watching the <laughs> talk to, if you're watching the video version, Phil is playing with toys um, while we are recording. He has some uh, some some nice prop work going on this this uh, this week in <laughs> in honor of Infinity War. Uh, real quick, just so you know where we are. That's this, about how long he was in the movie. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Spoiler. Yep. Um, all right. So, uh, so you yeah. don't have to say spoiler at this. In That's this true. Cast, you you don't. But just so we're clear before we go any further, this is a spoiler cast, which means we are going to ruin the movie. If you haven't seen uh, Infinity War, which I don't know how in the world you haven't with all the money that it's made. But if you haven't, please bookmark this and come back and listen to it after you've seen it, because we are going to uh, talk about the entire movie, <laughs> the entire premise. Everything is going to be spoiled. It's made that much money because Chris has seen it. 50,000 times in two weeks. <laughs> if I had that much time, uh, I probably would have. So, um, all right. Now, before we jump in, we actually are going to do something kind of kind of different here. So bear with us, and we're going to actually throw you guys to some uh, familiar faces. Uh, let, uh, let you get their take on what's going on. Gavin, how are you? What's up? I'm good. doing good. How about and you? And also with me is Aaron. How are you? Good. So today we are going to be talking about the recently released Marvel movie, Avengers Infinity War. So the first question that I would like to ask is, what did you think about the movie? We'll start with um, Gavin. Well, okay. Um... Um, I liked it a lot. I thought the action was good. I didn't think it was like any better than any of the other Avengers. Um, and I was at after the first time I saw it, I was disappointed how it ended. But as I watched it again, I was like, you know, I can get on board this train. So I mean, overall, it was a pretty good Marvel movie, and they didn't disappoint. Good, good. Aaron, your opinion? I think it was different than I thought it was. But I think that it was pretty good in general because they just, like, the action was good and, like, <laughs> and like 
the characters, especially Spider-Man, was hilarious. So, I also like the humor. I don't feel so good. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. Yes, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I'm I'm a huge fan of the Marvel movies, and I think it'll be awesome. I think the next movie for the first one will be awesome. I can't wait. Um, the first time that I saw it, I was just like, I was literally, my mind was blown. But, alright, so on to the second question. Um, what was your favorite moment of the movie? This time we'll start with Aaron. I think the favorite moment was the end, when they all, like, started disappearing. Because I have an idea what's going to happen in the next movie. All right, uh, your turn, uh, Gavin. What do you? Okay, so well, it, my my favorite action part was when they took on Thanos with uh, like Star Lord and all of them. Um, but my favorite, I liked like the Hulk Bruce Banner dynamic that they had going, where like they were fighting as for my comedy relief. But yeah. Yes, um, I gotta say my favorite part was as well the battle with Thanos. It was awesome. Um, but actually, to tell you the truth, I really don't have a favorite part. I loved the movie. Um, it was all it was funny and it was action filled, and I, I loved it. So um, the third question I would like to ask was, what was the biggest surprise to you that you were just like, what? What just happened? Um, so we're going to start with Gavin. Um, well, in a more general gist, uh, I was surprised that they didn't finish the movie in one go. But I w- to, so I was actually really surprised when they made Star-Lord kind of screw up the movie. And that, that's how they could get it to another movie. But I was like, dang it, I love that character. And they ruined him. I was surprised. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Your opinion? Your favorite? So it's kind. Of, I kind of have a debate between like the ending and the after the credits part. If you saw that. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm gonna go with the ending just because I was like not expecting that at all. Yes. Um. I actually. I actually will go with the ending. I go with the ending too because I'm just like. What? Like, I'm just like. Really? They just they just disappear. That's it. And then the movie ends and it's just like it's like Really? Yeah. That's how the movie ends? Everybody disappears and then it just blanks. It's just like it's crazy. I don't I did not like that part. I'll yeah, say that's I probably the w- only part I did not like. I think I it didn't realize that Thanos had killed everybody until Black Panther died. I was still confused when Bucky died. I was like, what's happening? But, yeah. Yeah, I was so sad when Bucky died because they just brought him in. And then it was like, he was gone. And it's like, really? Really? I did not like the vanishing part. And then they they killed Spider-Man. That was not a good moment at all. To go off a little off topic, who is going to be ruler of Wakanda? Mbaku or Shuri? Oh. Well, I'm not really sure. Shuri? Uh, not really Shuri? I don't know. I don't even know if they would choose a new leader. I think maybe they would try to get Black Panther back, maybe, but. Yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, Black Panther's probably <coughs> the best leader. But um, on to my final question. Um, what do you think is going to happen in Avengers 4? So we're going to pick off, and so what do you think is going to happen? We'll start with Aaron. So I got. I was waiting for this. So basically, I think what's going to happen is, because at the ending... The very end of the credits, Captain Marvel came in. So I think Captain Marvel is going to help everybody defeat Thanos. They're going to get the Infinity Gauntlet back, and they're going to get everybody that that you thought died was in the Soul Stone. They're going to get them all back. That's what I think. And I have people that also think that as well. Yes. Uh, your turn, Gavin. All right. Um... So, I think somehow Captain Marvel's going to play into all that, but at the end of the movie, Doctor Strange is like, Tony, that was the only way. There was only one way we could win. And you remember, I remember specifically when he told him earlier, if it comes to the stone, the kid, or you, I'll pick the stone the whole time. And I'm like, why did he change his mind so fast? So, I think somehow Doctor Strange has, like, done something to... Um, in the so. next movie, yes, um, Captain Marvel will be a part of that. And, yes, nobody actually, if you, I don't know if you noticed that, but nobody actually said anything about dying. They said, they said disappear. Spider-Man said, he didn't say, Tony, I don't want to die. He said, Tony, I don't want to go. And so I think somehow... Um, because if you remember, Thanos snapped his fingers and everybody. So I think somebody is going to get the um, Infinity Gauntlet and snap him back. Um, but because, I mean, nobody said anything about dying. They just said they didn't want to disappear or they didn't want to go. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I think that's I think that's what I think that's what the next movie will be. Yeah, and well, like on a more logistical note, they have Black Panther set for a second movie, so somehow he has to come into play. I mean, yeah. And then there's the new Spider-Man movie. I yeah. mean, unless it's set in an earlier time, I don't see they have yeah, to. Yeah, they have Spider-Man to bring him back. back. I mean, that's just that's just like what? It's not like TV shows. I mean, TV shows are. I mean, like like kid TV shows are like you know one episode they die and the next they're back. You know, like those funny cartoon TV shows. But with movies, you have to bring the person back or else the movie is just going to be like, that was weird because they died. And then it's like, what? How did that even happen? And so, yeah, they're going to have to... Yeah, so unless the uh, new Spider-Man movie and the new Black Panther movie is set in earlier times, which the Black Panther movie shouldn't be, but if the Spider-Man movie isn't set in earlier times they have to bring Spider-Man back because then that would just be weird. Now, the question that I want to ask y'all is what was your favorite Avenger and why? We'll start with Gavin. Oh, this is a hard one. Um, I think over the whole series, I like Cap a lot just because, you know, first Avenger, everything. But they made Iron Man so cool. His suit with the microparticles and nanoparticles. I know. Everybody watching him like, nanoparticles. Um, he is awesome. And then Doctor Strange is growing a lot in his power as well, so he's cool. So, Aaron? So, I think Spider-Man, because he, like, on his regular movies, he was, like, just a weak link. And in Civil War, he was, like, nothing. But, like, in this movie, 
he definitely has gained a lot of power, and he got a brand new suit. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. That it was awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was almost like a robot suit, but it didn't act like a it's robot. It's like an Iron Man, Spider Man, Iron Man. Yeah. I want to call it the Iron Spider costume, but that's actually another costume that looks totally different. Yeah. So, yeah, my favorite <laughs> Avenger. That is, that is actually kind of hard. I don't really, <sighs> I don't really have another. I don't really have a favorite Avenger. I mean, I like Scarlet Witch. I mean, but she didn't really have a big role play in it, besides the part with Vision, um, but she didn't really have a big role play, but yeah, I don't really have that much, I don't really have a favorite Avenger, I just like them all, it's, I love the movies, so, definitely. yeah, definitely, definitely, love she it. also was super powerful, she like, yes, with those little big gears at the, I don't know what they called, and they were like flying at them, and then they're, she yeah, just like was crazy. forced that Star Wars and Avengers. Yeah. All right. So, um, well, that's our look at Avengers Infinity War. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you, Gavin and Aaron, uh, for joining me tonight. Thanks. And thank you all for listening. So, bye. See ya. Right, so you actually heard from our uh, our former selves. Is that that what that was? Um, uh, it looks like we were all younger, yes. and yes. one of us actually changed genders. I don't know how that worked, but anyways, we are back now in the present, and we are going to talk about Avengers: Infinity War. Let's start with just general impressions. I have I have a couple things I do want to cover with you. Um, what what I, I kind of put is like the big highlights of the movie, but let, let's just kind of kind of take it take it back a little bit. Just general impressions. Walking out of the theater, we all saw it opening weekend. So walking out of the theater, what what was your where was your head? space out what was your initial impression Donnie let's start with you um well I really enjoyed it a lot um and I was surprised I I was surprised knowing that I people were going to die I was surprised that who died and who didn't die mm-hmm. with um the two guys there with Phil I figured one of them was a goner and uh nope neither one yep Yep. I was surprised by the lack of the Hulk in the movie. Yes. Uh, I was very surprised by that. Probably maybe more than anything. Yeah. Um, oh, and then Hawkeye wasn't in it, which was a total <laughs> shocker. Also, um, which you, you called a couple weeks ago, which is <laughs> hilarious. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. It was good. It was, um, I, I don't know that it was my favorite Marvel MCU movie, but it was it's up there. It's really it was really good. What I really liked was the way they divvied everybody up into little groups so and dealt good. with them. So I thought that was a good idea. Instead of like one mass of you know twenty five people trying to keep up with everybody. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So. No, I, I agree. So, uh, so okay. So I took uh, my three oldest kids to it. Uh, it was a two, a little over two and a half hours, or a little under two and a half hours. Um, Cademan, the four-year-old, fell asleep. We have reclining uh, uh, chairs at our theater, and so he fell asleep close to the first hour mark. So he missed the basically the whole entire movie. Uh, <laughs> money, money well spent. Well, that's all right. Oh, you know what? Sorry. He he had fun. He had fun. It was it was good. Um, so coming out of the theater. I was uh, so I, I was surprised that I was as close to what actually happened as I was. Um, I, I I don't go out of my way to like look at spoilers and stuff, so it's mainly just like watching trailers. And of course, I'm a big comic book nerd, so I you know I, I knew a lot of the kind of the the, the premise that it was based on. Uh, but I, I kind of you know I kind of had the beats out. I, I felt like Cap was going to go to Wakanda to protect Vision, like things like that. I just I just kind of felt like you I nailed knew the flow. it. Yeah, I kind of felt like I knew the flow. The finger snap, you nailed it, dude. Yeah. So 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 I, I was surprised at how close I was um, but but what what really surprised me was that it did not affect one bit how just engaged with the movie that I was and uh, and Donnie Don, you you hit on it they had 26 lead characters and if you wow. think about the names Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth Josh Brolin Chris Pratt uh, Zoe Saldana um like, you know, Benicio Del Toro was in it, you know, for, for a moment, but he was still there. You had Gwyneth Paltrow was in it. Uh, like, you, you were talking about... She was in it? Yeah, at the beginning. Oh, yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you, you're talking about, like, like huge actors. And to be able to give them all, like, every single person got a moment to shine. And that was that was yeah. remarkable. Like, when Cap walked in to uh, to the, the, the Avengers Complex and, and uh, Rhodey was there... And Rhodey turned yeah. around and he like he like turns the monitor off and he's like you know that that's perjury or whatever he says. But it's, it's gonna be a court martial. Oh, court martial. Yeah, but like even that, like War Machine, the guy who has barely had any screen time at all, like he even gets a moment to kind of have have like a standout. Like I just thought it was executed almost as perfect as a movie of that caliber could be. I thought it looked great. I thought I thought the editing was just phenomenal. It is by far not the best MCU movie because this wasn't about this wasn't about building, you know, the the foundation. All that was was done. This is about taking all the foundation that they built for the last, you know, 10 years and turning it into just a, a just a bonkers action piece and I thought it was great. So that yeah. that that was my thought coming out. Phil, what about you, man? Well, while you were surprised by how accurate you were, conversely, I was shocked at how inaccurate Carrie was. Yeah, <laughs> however, that was disappointing. Um, but no, man, dude, I came out. Gavin hated it first showing. First of all, I was the first one of us to see it, and I was just kind of snuck out on Thursday night. I kind of was supposed to go see it with Brent, uh, but I couldn't wait. Yeah. And so I like one night I put the the kids to bed and I said, Gavin, let's go. And he's like, what? I'm like, we're going to the movie tonight. He's like, well, I could stay home from school tomorrow. Right. And I said, no, still got to go to school. <laughs> he's like, crap. But, um, he hated it. He was disappointed. He was frustrated. He didn't, he didn't like it. Uh, I loved it. I raved about it. Uh, and then I didn't have anybody to talk to about it for four days. <laughs> Literally nobody. That's how work. I felt too. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, no. no, I thought the way they did, uh, I think the way, Donnie, you mentioned how they grouped everybody up, but even deeper than that is how they grouped them up. So you put yeah, Chris Pratt in the scene with Robert Downey Jr., you, you got a lot of that 
sort of they have this similar witty repartee personality, but it, but it doesn't it doesn't play off. It like it's natural. Uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. So there's this rub. Yeah, um, when, when he when, when Star Lord and Spider Man are there, and he says and they talk about Footloose, and he's like, "Oh, is that still the greatest American movie ever made?" And he's like, "I don't think it ever was." <laughs> yeah, just, the, was the, the, the the dialogue is so Yeah, dialogue is so good, man. When wow. he says, "Who's your master?" He's like, oh, what, "Jesus, I don't." What am I supposed <laughs> to say? say yeah. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's, it's great. It's a, it, it was just great. It was clever. Um, you guys didn't. I don't know. I, if I remember the the strand chat strand that we have going on. You guys didn't. I don't know. Donnie had some questions about Cap's capacity to fight off these aliens and that team, like Black Widow and those guys. But I thought that was brilliant. I thought it reinforced the thing that you see throughout the movies is that Cap is more than anybody realizes he can be like, he's the guy who almost moves Thor's hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the guy who is the only human that can stand up against these aliens. Like I love it. I love him. I, love I think, I think what they're doing with his character, it's unfortunate that it's, he's probably going to die in the next movie and yes. he'll be gone. Yeah. Um, he's because so I love, I, I just love it. When he caught that spear, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. So good. yes. So good. Uh, yeah, I, I verbally reacted in the theater. I was like, yes. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it. That scene where him and Black Panther just headlong into that into that that assault. And they're just they're like, you know, they're they're yards ahead of everybody else. And they just go full steam into that horde. That uh, that's excellent. OK, so this they're is what the same was, character. Huh? Essentially, Captain America and Black Panther are kind of the same in the sense that they are like the darling of their people. Yeah, but I did. I did think that uh, Cap wasn't in it as a lot either. I, I do agree. I, mean, I, I, I feel I like I would like to have seen him more. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. by how little he was in it. Yeah. Did you notice Thanos's face though when he was holding back yes. his gauntleted yes. hand and he was like, "It was the same. It was the same Thor this face. Guy? Yeah, it was the same Thor oh, yeah. face whenever he oh. kind of moved the uh, the hammer. Yeah, I love Cap. Nothing like a little classic American exceptionalism. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Beautiful man. I think that uh, I, I think that you know that, that this is uh, we'll talk about it. This is Thanos's movie, and I feel like yes. the, I feel like I feel like Cap got shortchanged only because the majority of what we needed to know happened in space. Like there's that giant chunk on Titan where, where, you know, Tony Stark actually gets to be, but there's such a, that like, that's so, so vital. They had to spend the time there. I absolutely think that Avengers four is going to be Cap's movie, but we'll get there. We'll talk about that. Okay. This is what I want to do because I don't want to take all night, but, Cap's but there's some things that I want to do. I've, I basically, uh, I've outlined for us, um, what I feel like are the key moments of Progression through the story. So I want to. What I want to do is I want to hit on them as we go through here. Obviously, if I've missed something, you know, we can obviously talk about it as it comes up. So this is by no means set in stone, but this is how we're going to start. Okay. So let's just start with the with the opening of the movie. Now, did both of you guys see Ragnarok before? No, I was in? totally confused. Okay. So, but Don, you did it. right. So, um, so, so, re- so, real quick, it, it was a, it was a, it was a great way to cap the move Ragnarok off, leading into Infinity War. So, Ragnarok uh, is. Uh, Asgard is destroyed, and so all of the um, 
uh, all of the, whoever's left from Asgard is now on the ship. And in the stinger for Ragnarok, you see the ship out in space, and then behind it comes this giant ship, which instantly when I saw it, I'm like, that's Thanos' ship, which now clearly we know that it is. Um, and so the movie opens on that moment. Like, there, it does not waste time. Um, the uh, It just literally opens with Thanos having already basically wiped out um, the majority of the people. Now, they do give us a throwaway line later on in the movie that he only wiped out half of the Asgardians. And um, and so I don't want to dwell on that point, but we leave Ragnarok with Valkyrie, um, who is nowhere to be seen. And yeah, so, that's right. So, so I, I feel like what we're going to find out is maybe Valkyrie took any survivor that she could in like maybe like an escape pod and that's why they're not there but that's can, that can you can i interrupt are the people yeah. on the ship all that's left of asgard all that's left that of point? asgard yep asgard okay. is destroyed they all got on that ship so yeah so so by that, thanos or uh, by no 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 uh, so, so in yeah by death yeah by death well technically it was by surter because surter is the one who destroyed asgard um and that Ragnarok is actually the, destru- the, the 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 Ragnarok prophecy is the destruction of Asgard, and so uh, so so Thor actually lets it happen, and by destroying Asgard because that's where that's where Death got her power, he destroyed Death. This is not a spoiler cast for Ragnarok, but that's where we are. And so, but but they introduce Val- Valkyrie. Valkyrie's the lo- last Valkyrie. She is an Asgard. She she goes back with Thor. They fight in the, in the last battle in Ragnarok. She is nowhere to be seen. She was a pretty strong presence in that movie. So I feel like that that obviously she's not going anywhere. And so uh, the, the only the only reasonable explanation is that she escaped with some survivors. So, but that that being said, that doesn't matter right now. What matters is the movie opens with most everybody beat to death. They show Heimdall. Heimdall is really badly injured. And, uh, and then you see Thanos. Thanos and then you know the children of Thanos are there. So Ebony Maul and um, uh, I don't know all their names, whoever. Um, they're all there. I'm surprised to hear that. I, I, I do, but now, now, that I, now that I think about it, I, I'm blanking on all their names. There, there's the Maul. Okay. There's... Uh, anyway, okay. So, uh, so, so let, let's just talk about this scene. So, so real quick, um, you have you have Thanos is basically uh, looking for the for the for the, the Tesseract, which is which is the stone that was in the very first Avengers movie. He already has the gauntlet when we see him. He already has the Power Stone. Uh, the Power Stone was taken from Xandar. Um, from Guardians of the Galaxy, and we know that because Thor tells us that later in the movie. So he has one stone. He's there to get the second stone. Before we even get to anything, we have Hulk come out of nowhere and jump Thanos. Now, what what was your thought when Hulk, like, there's this scene. Well, I don't know if you looked at I don't know, because I don't know how many times you guys have seen it. There's this scene where Hulk starts to punch Thanos, and Thanos basically just just like like hits him one time and Hulk's face goes like holy crap that's not supposed to hurt but it did like it's like the, the his whole yeah. face turned oh yeah it's like complete yeah. shock yeah. yeah this is the guy that punched a giant flying worm <laughs> that's right that's and right. it just went that's right. and it that's just right. stopped that's right yeah so uh so 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 then we get this total beat down of what did you guys think about that the fact that 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 we get Thanos' introduction by beating the crap out of the Hulk genius yeah it's a total play back to the first one where he 
did that to Loki, I think, right? Yeah. Because yeah. doesn't he say puny yeah. Hulk or something? Yeah. Uh, puny, God. puny God. No, yeah. no, no. I mean Thanos in this oh. one. He makes oh, a comment remember. after maybe he, he does. does. Yeah, maybe he, he does. He does make a comment, but I don't remember exactly what he said. Yeah. But it was similar. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, so it's I would basically call it like a Hulk cameo because that's it. <laughs> That is it. That is it. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, – I do want to talk about Hulk in a second. So at, at that moment, Hulk is then – Heimdall takes all the power that he has, and he sends uh, sends Hulk down, and he, he lands in the Sanctum Sanctorum. Can, we, can someone explain to me why he only sends Hulk away? That's um, a good Donnie, question. Go. Um, uh, it can only take one person at a time. <laughs> By someone, I'm going to – What is that called? The gold – what is it called? The frost? The what frost? The bifrost. Bifrost. Are you asking why he sent Hulk instead of Thor? Is that what you're asking? Why did he only send Hulk? Why didn't he send all of them? I think it's Phil's question. Well, because if you remember, he like says a little prayer to the Asgardian god and uh, something like, you know, grant me power. And, and it's almost like because, look, he's not he, he has the, the sword. And so I guess he was using like the last little bit of his power. He's not supposed to do that. Like that, that is done by the actual Bifrost, which was destroyed on Asgard. So I feel, I feel like he, you know, it was almost like I got one shot to do this. And so I'm going to send somebody back now, why he chose Hulk over Thor. Cause I think Thor is a much stronger candidate. Um, so I'm not sure, you know, it, right. we like can if have you're that worried argument. about the plight of your people. It would seem that they're, that they're sort of, uh, their heir to the throne, if you will, would be the guy you would rescue. Yeah. No, I, I, well, I hope I was also that. probably about to get killed. So maybe that's what does Heimdall care. I don't know. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, but again, they're you, pals. you, but you haven't, yeah, you haven't seen Ragnarok and Ragnarok Hulk actually comes in and helps save the day. So right. There is some history there. So. Yeah. With the program, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Only so anyway. time to watch one movie today. Okay? So, <laughs> Okay, so anyways, that that brings us to uh, you know to to Thor um, being tortured and Loki finally you know deciding that he wants to save his brother, so he gives up the tesseract. The tesseract is crushed, and then it reveals the second stone, which is the uh, the space stone, which is used for teleportation. He drops it into the Infinity Gauntlet. At that point. Um, Loki decides he wants to be a hero and he you see him pull the dagger out and he's going to for some reason he thinks he's going to kill Thanos with the dagger um but he goes to kill Thanos Thanos grabs pretty him pretty wussy little dagger yeah it, it is uh, like a letter opener it is it is he uh he grabs he gra- uh, Thanos grabs him th- Thanos chokes him to death uh Loki is dead um the this is the first dead. this is the first Eight minutes of the movie, Loki's dead. So, how do we feel about Loki's death? No surprise. Um, you were surprised? No, 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 no surprise. Oh. That's yeah. that I knew they were going to kill somebody fast. Yeah, they had to kill somebody major. Yeah. So that didn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um. You you mentioned puny knife. Do you think it was like a like a chump way to go though, Phil? I didn't understand it. Yeah. I didn't get it at all um, as far as like the logic of it. But when you start asking why questions in movies, then sure. you're missing the point probably. Especially superhero movies. Yeah. Right. Sure, sure, sure. What? Uh, all right. So at this but point. I do, I do feel like the whole idea of like he's going to try to kill Thanos and he's going to try to do it in this manner like uh, didn't make a ton of sense. I kind of thought, and again, I haven't seen Ragnarok, so I kind of thought Loki – was being serious at first when he started to say, look, I'll, I'll follow you. Cause he's kind of a catches, yeah. him, you know, watches his own back. 
then obviously he pulled out the knife, but yeah, I kind of thought, yeah, but I guess what I loved about it though, and this scene proved it was Thanos isn't your typical bad guy. Like he's not so self-seeking that he's going to fall for any of that crap. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He, he's not going to stand around a monologue. Um, is right. What saying, which is which he is good. Great. Yeah, he was he was he was. I don't great. know if we get a chance to talk about that, but man, he was great. We're we're gonna talk about him a lot when we get to uh, when we get to Vormir. Um, so okay, so 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 from here we get Hulk. Hulk goes to uh, it finds Doctor Strange. Um, let's just let's just address the Hulk size problem right now. Um, and when I say problem, I think it's only a problem because I don't think that they that it was very clear. But I actually think that what they did with Hulk in this is is was a was a good move. So close on. So when uh, when Hulk when uh, when Bruce Banner gets to uh, gets to back to Earth, he's in New York. Um, the the attack happens. You have Doctor Strange, you have Iron Man, you have Hulk, and um, and so they're expecting Hulk to to transform and basically jump in and save the day. And right. Hulk can't transform. In fact, Hulk doesn't transform the entire duration of the rest of the film. There is no more Hulk. Um, so, but but they but um, Banner Bruce Banner tries to get him to come, but he then does. he's talking to him like he's a another entity in his brain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, so, which is consistent which with that. some of the like '90s comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you get into the '90s, like Hulk is. He talks. He's a different color. There's uh-huh. an, a whole battle inside of his brain. Like, yeah. I wonder if that's what are we getting to? The stronger, smarter Hulk. What? I mean, yeah. So, so again, you haven't seen Ragnarok, but it, in Ragnarok, he, I think, I think he spent something like two years in Ragnarok. Hulk, Hulk was, and uh, he, he, he never transformed into Banner. So by by, so two years in the Hulk, he had he is start, you know, he's starting to talk, starting to talk, and, and yeah, yeah. And so, so, so I definitely think that, that we're moving kind of in that direction. Uh, what, what I think, and and again, this is why I think uh, this is this would probably for me the only misstep. Uh, if, I, if I was calling it a misstep, is that I feel like the reason he didn't transform is because he's scared. But they yeah. never say that. I think Hulk has never been beat down like he was by Thanos. And I think That's that true. I think that he is like, I don't want to come out and I don't want to come out and play like like I am literally scared to do this. And they do you really think they needed to explain that? Like I kind of like what else? What else? What other reason do you think? I never thought that at all. I just thought oh, he really? was. I just thought it was like a. That's immediately know. what I thought. I told Chris. I told you guys. Like, I don't overanalyze things. I'm a simple man, yeah. so. <laughs> I'm. I like. That's why I like talking to Chris because Chris knows far more about this movie in one viewing than I'll know if I watched it fifty times. <laughs> yeah. And so, so uh, you're right. The, the 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 fact is, they. The, I agree. I think that that is clearly why, but they did not state that, and so there could possibly be another reason. I mean, you you could argue that maybe you know he was a. Maybe he was affected by the Bifrost beam, and maybe he can't fully transform. But then that that comes away whenever Hulk literally at the when end. When he tells says him no, no, yeah, he's so. making a conscious decision yeah. not to come out and play. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's jump to. Uh, we're going to fast forward here. Uh, Thor gets with the Guardians. I will say this: my absolute favorite parts of this movie all had to do with the Guardians. When the Guardians were on screen, it was literally my favorite part. Uh, I feel like I feel like Infinity War was maybe almost like Guardians 2.5, and uh, the stuff with them and uh, Thor was just my. F- it was just so good. It was good. It yeah, was so good. Particularly Thor and Rabbit. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's where we're gonna go. So, so they get together. Thor, um, <laughs> Thor having Thor having seen the power of Thanos, decides he 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 can only stop him with a new weapon since his hammer was destroyed. Again, Thor, you didn't uh, uh, you didn't see Ragnarok, Phil, but uh, the it Thor, was implied. In Thor's the hammer is destroyed. Yeah. So, um, so Rocket, Groot, and Thor go on a quest to go get a new weapon, and it actually isn't a hammer. It's, it's actually an axe it's called Stormbreaker. Um, it actually has a, a much harder to pronounce name, but I'm glad they just called it Stormbreaker in the movie. Um, so let's talk about that. Perfect. So um, so they fly off, and we'll get back to the Guardians in a second because they meet up with Iron Man. But they they fly off. They go to uh, to this dwarf star uh, to the guy who actually to a space dwarf who actually made uh, uh, Melanor the, the the first time. So he, he's that's what he does. He makes powerful weapons. Uh, and then we we meet the dwarf uh, who was Peter Dinklage. Uh, did not expect that. Actually, as much as I know about this movie, I did not know Peter Dinklage was in it. I didn't. I, t- I told Chris that. I said, hey, I said, oh, I just, my chair just dropped on <laughs> Did Carrie mention him in her spoiler? <laughs> no, oh, she, no, well, no. I can't get into why she wouldn't have <laughs> okay. had she even known. Let's just say it involves phobias. But, um, uh, <laughs> how do you call a guy a dwarf that's like 50 feet tall? So when I, teased, that? <laughs> when I teased to Chris that Peter Dinklage was in this movie, I said, it's the first time he's ever been the tallest guy in the room. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. And Chris was like, "Oh, Ant Man," and I was mm-hmm. like, "No." Which, to be fair, that was a great guess on my part. <laughs> I thought yeah. Ant- I thought Ant Man showed up, but um, but no, he's no. a giant space dwarf. He's a space dwarf. Dwarf is relative to your typical surroundings. Yeah, or your race. I, I don't know. Anyway, he is a space dwarf, and so we meet him. I don't know his name. I didn't even think and write it down. Crap. Uh, he has a name. He's actually he's actually in the comics. Uh, I apologize, uh, but he has a name. Um, he uh, So basically, he tells us the story that Thanos came. They have the mold for the Infinity Gauntlet, which, um, again, you know, you would question why would they have a mold for this? But, but like, their whole job is to make the most powerful weapons in the universe including you know a a giant hammer that only thor can carry so it's not it's not unheard of that they would have a mold to make a gauntlet that could hold something that powerful Uh, but anyways they have the mold for the infinity gauntlet he explains that thanos had to make it and then thanos killed i got everybody i thought they i got the impression that they didn't just have the mold that thanos like threatened them into making this weapon okay like you're going to do it or all these people are going to die because it is built to Thanos' size. Uh, he's a large man also. He's not small. So That is true. That is I true. was given – based on the interaction that Dinklage had with Thor, I got the impression that he basically showed up and said, I'm going to kill all of you unless you build this. And so then he killed them all anyway and then dipped his hands in molten – Whatever. Yeah, that's the impression I got too. Was So here's my only argument with that. Which it makes sense, but only. they in the Hall of Weapons on Asgard, Odin had a replica of the gauntlet. And in Thor Ragnarok, Death is walking around and she put she picks it up and throws it down. She says it's a fake. So which would lead gotcha. me to believe that it had already been already been made at some point. It had already been fashioned. Um, now that that's going by <laughs> The, but then you're then it would have been made before, before Thanos forced him to make it 
then in that case. I don't know. Sure. I can't go down that hole. Sure. And we don't know that the stones haven't been together. Um, <laughs> and it is a hole. Before. Um, to, to be honest, we'll talk about this um, at the end. If everything is cyclical, then maybe this has all happened before. Um, but we'll get there. So anyway, regardless of what it is, he gets them to make the he gets them to make the gauntlet, and then he wipes out all of the dwarfs except for Peter Dinklage, and then he he basically melts metal around Peter Dinklage's hands, so now he can't use them. Yes, everybody's in agreement. That's what happened. Um, yep. So he gets Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage agrees to make the uh, the weapon. Thor has to go kickstart the uh, the dwarf star, and he makes Stormbreaker. There was a great scene with with uh, Groot. Um, I love it. I love it. The handle is Groot's arm. I know. That was great. That, that was oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Groot really didn't have much to do in this movie except for just really be angsty. Um, but that was a really cool scene having him. Again, when he said, everybody when he said gets, I am Groot, and they're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about your language. <laughs> Acorns on this guy. <laughs> Um, no, it was good. Yeah. But yeah, you get that moment again, going back to that. Every single character, even if it was small, had a really cool m- moment in this movie. And that was Groot. Whenever Groot was able to not uh, you know pick up the hammer, Stormbreaker, and then uh, and then use have his arm. So that was cool. So now Thor's, Thor's got a good uh, a new weapon, which uh, comes into play at the end. Um, OK, while this is going on, uh, we get to nowhere. Where we find uh, Tobias. Did you guys see Tobias? No. Phil, did you see Tobias? Only in after. <laughs> only in your pictures afterwards. <laughs> so, again, the Russo brothers created Arrested Development. And so uh, they had oh, they had Tobias Fuque um, in the blue man suit in one of the exhibits in the collector's home world of nowhere. Um, it's a, uh, if you want to check it out, you can actually Google they have screenshots of it now. It's pretty funny. Um, but, uh, but they get there. Um, Gamora ends up going with, uh, with Thanos. I want to talk about this real quick because my other nitpick with the movie is that I don't think that they did a good job explaining the powers of the gauntlet. Nope. I had no clue. So Donnie's like, man, that is one nice glove. I I um I I knew they had powers, but they do not explain it at all. When um Drax falls to pieces, I was like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I mean, I was like, okay, he's not surviving that. Yeah. And so Chris told me that that was like a perception stone or whatever. Yeah, the, reality change the reality. Reality. Stone. I didn't know that's what he was using. Right, exactly. Not, what does that even mean? Had him, they should have had him go, reality stone. Right. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Reality stone. It lights up. Reality stone. He's not a, like pa- a, he's not like a Power a, Ranger. Like a Power Ranger flying across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sorry. Okay. Come, like they should have worked it into every dialogue. Like guys, come with me. We're going to use this space stone to go somewhere else. <laughs> so, so, no. Okay. And then so, Donnie and I would have been like, oh, okay. Okay. That's what's happening. Right. Let's 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 do this PSA real quick. Okay. So the first stone that he gets is the power stone. The power stone just gives you increased strength. Okay. And endurance. Think Superman. Okay. The oh, set, no. The or that. Beat up the Hulk. Uh, yeah, but Superman can beat up the Hulk. Stronger? What? Can Superman beat up the Hulk? Oh, absolutely. Okay, we can't okay. have we can't have that conversation way, right now. I <laughs> have, okay, but a, a woman at work just sidebar. Woman at work today. I said something about how my kids love Marvel, 
And she's like, oh, yeah, my kid does. He's like in the Marvel, like Superman. And I'm like, oh, no, Whoa. <laughs> I can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> Blasphemy. Please, please see yourself out. The door's right there. Um, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, power stone increased power. Okay, the second stone he gets is the space stone. All the space stone space allows stone. you to do is teleport. Teleportation, go. Space okay. stone. The third stone he gets is the reality stone. I like Thanos. Yeah. He yeah, seemed Thanos like he had, like, proper motive. I mean, yeah. That, yeah, and it seemed totally unreasonable. Everyone. Like he didn't kill everybody. Like, he wasn't like yeah. willy nilly wiping people out. I, but like Chris made it sound like he was just doing all this to impress a girl. In the but comics, in the, the comics, right? That's, that's not does. the case in the movie. Which, girl, which I love. No, no, death. death. I love death. Oh, death. That's right. You did say that. But no, no, I, no, no. I absolutely love that they changed because it, it's in Infinity Gauntlet. The, the the his motivation is it's crappy. Um, no, I, I I love this. I love that it's you know like uh, this whole. You know this 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 thought of. I mean, he thinks he's the hero. He thinks he is saving the galaxy. Right. By, that's what I'm saying. By no, equaling the population, like that's super cool. I like that. I, yeah. I do. I do agree that I needed more on Titan. I, I needed it to be a wife or his parents or somebody to to make him go to the links that he went to to wipe out the galaxy. I don't have a problem with him doing it, but just like, Oh, you know, Oh, my hometown got, got ruined. So now I'm going to wipe out the galaxy. Like it, it felt like there should have been a little bit something, um, there, but I mean, he's idealistic, um, which is good. He's the hero of the story. Um, right. and he, and he wins spoilers. Uh, and you, you get a different, we're not to the Vormir thing yet. That's where we're about to go. You're, you get a different, uh, you're only halfway through the stones. So, <laughs> well, he's going to get to the soul stone <laughs> and Vormir. You're only you get this picture because like he sheds a tear on Vormir, so all of a sudden he's not just a death dealer, lover, right? He yeah. he's like he doesn't want to do this. Yeah, absolutely. No, ab- ab- absolutely. Um, it which okay. So let's just jump there. Okay, we'll, we'll get to your stones. Let's so let's so he there. he finds out he finds out that that Gamora knew where the Soul Stone was, and so he uh, he threatens to torture Nebula, and Gamora agrees to take him to the stone. So they go to uh, Vormir. Uh, which, can, I, can I bring something up? Yeah, hit, real hit, quick. Hit in that context, you and I talked about it, Chris. Everyone talks about. You know, the greater good, greater mankind, but three times in this movie, at the threat of a single individual's life, they give it up. Not the truth. Okay. Nebula? Nope. Here, here it is. What was the other one? It was, uh, it was Iron Man, Captain, uh, Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange, yeah. And then I... The third one, I can't. What it was, was it? Loki, Loki and Thor. Loki, yeah, Loki yeah. gave it. And you, Thor. you could almost even argue that that they do the same thing with Vision. Um, you know, uh, yeah, like, they, but they do, but they, well, they kind of do, yeah. I guess they try to so, save him. So I was talking to a friend Genoa of ours. Vale, spoiler. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of ours. Chris knows him. His name's Matt Nelson. Um, oh, and yeah, he and Matt. I were. How you doing, you, Matt? You actually met Matt a couple times. I did. I okay. Sorry. Yeah, you actually did. But Sorry, Matt. I know Matt. He led worship at our church. Yeah. So he wrote there. He, he was frustrated and said the whole good guys being good guys thing was way overplayed. And then he says, no less than three of the six stones he got by. Please spare Thor, Nebula, and Stark's life, and I'll give this to you. Right. That's what yeah. I told Chris. It's like, don't these guys see the bigger picture? Yeah, but I, I, but I, I don't, I don't think that that is the case with, uh, with Star. Oh, and then, and, and then we'll Star Lord not killing um, Gamora when she told him to. 
Well, no, he but tried. No, he, no, no, no. He tried to remember. Yeah, but he waited he, way. He long. waited way too long. No, I agree. He did pull the trigger, didn't he? he at did the end, but, the bubbles came the but here's. But was he shooting at her or at him? No, no, he was shooting at her. Okay. Here's the suspicion of all of that. So let's get to things we wrote. Well, I know we're coming to this, but something is suspicious, and it does apply to Gamora, let's so it's it. part of this soul thing. Don't, Why doesn't she go away from Thanos? Right. If she knows what the stone is, why is she on the team of Guardians that goes, yeah, let's go right let's to him? Let's go right to them, yeah. She could have gone the other direction. Like, at that point, Gamora becomes the most prized reality in the galaxy. Keep her alive. Or kill her now if you want to get real morbid, but 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 without her, he cannot accomplish his will, and she goes right to his house. Dummy. So okay, so I, uh, this is going to be. I mean, the only way to do this is to be apologetic, and so I, I mean, they had so much to to juggle that you're right. My my, my biggest thing, which we're going to talk about on Vormir, is that. The only thing in the galaxy that Thanos loves happened to be right next to him. That to me is is a is a step too far. Okay, the fact that she Gamora wants to kill him. It's not enough that if I run away, he'll never get the stone. He's still going to be out there. And even if he had, even yeah, maybe he wouldn't be able to snap. But even if he had five of the six stones, he would still be able to wipe out a lot of people. Gamora is a hero. Gamora wants to stop him, put an end okay. to Thanos. So so I, I'm actually okay I with that. that. I get on board with that. But, not, uh, but yeah. I do find it very ironic that when they show up at Vormir, which we're, now we're, we're transitioning into, we find out that um, you have to sacrifice something to get the soul stone, something that you love. And he literally turns around and she's standing right there. And it's the only thing in the galaxy she loves and she happens to be there. That's a little too uh, opportunistic. But again, the movie's already two and a half hours. How, how, you're like you had to just it had to be it had to happen. So let's yeah, just embrace certain. Yeah, you have jumps. to kind of accept what it is. Um, okay, so let's talk about uh, Vormir. So we get to Vormir, and the very first thing we see is a floating robed person. Did did That's you have it. any plan, like any thought of who that was? We're not even going to talk about the fourth stone, the kidney stone, where he comes into the room and everyone pees their pants. We're not even going to talk about that. <laughs> the kidney stone. <laughs> that. Is that That's a Friends reference? Is that a Friends reference? I don't know. I have no that clue what that means. <laughs> there was a scene where in Friends where Joey got kidney stones. And Give goes, me the last three real quick. The doctor comes in and goes, okay, okay, okay. So, 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 so we have the soul stone, okay? The soul stone is, is, is orange. It is literally the stone that, 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 is the, the, that gives you the power over life and death. Okay, okay number five. Number five is the stone that he gets from Doctor Strange, the Eye of Agamotto. That is the time That's the stone. Time stone. Okay? That's the time green. stone lets you lets you alter time. Now, this is one thing we also don't know: is if you can only alter time in proximity. Is it like the reality stone? Because the only time that we've seen it be used is with Doctor Strange, and he uses it in Hong Kong, where he is. And then, and then we see him. Um, you know, we see uh, Thanos use it at the very end of this movie, but it just affects where he is. So when they're when they're changing time, is it the entire galaxy that's going backwards, or is it just in proximity of the glove? 
They didn't explain it. They did. I don't know. I know. All right. So then the final stone he gets from Vision, the final stone is the Mind Stone. And it gives him, basically it gives him telepathy and telekinesis. So he can read people's minds and move stuff with his brains. Okay. Back on track. We're on Vormir. We see Red Skull. Did you guys have any indication of who that was prior to knowing that it was Red Skull? Of course not. Okay. What did you think about, what do you think about Red Skull showing up? Johnny probably went. Who's that? No, I know Red Skull. I remember him from Captain Captain America, the first Avenger. What do we think about? I, I Red thought Skull? it was cool. Um, the Kurt, what do you say? He was cursed, right? He was stuck yeah, there. Yeah, he was cursed. So if you remember back in the yeah. first Avenger, uh, with the fight, he is he's so um, uh, uh, what's the word? He, he he wants red. No, no, no. He he wants the Tesseract. He's like so you know enthralled with the Tesseract, like he consumed, he, he consumed with exactly Better. consumed with it. There you go. And so he holds it, and you see him disappear out of the ship at the end of the movie. And we we've never known where he he was the assumption was that he died but we never know where he was obviously the tesseract is the space stone so it's teleportation so now we know it teleported him um to vormir and he's cursed to watch over the soul stone um i hope we get back to red skull because i would like a little bit more history on exactly what that means and like what he can do to get out of that obviously standalone red skull movie no 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 but I, I i know but That'd i be a boring movie what you, he hey what do you think Bill? Here. <laughs> it would be <laughs> oh lord okay so we, why are you laughing at me chris <laughs> seriously okay, okay. I think a standalone Red Skull movie would be boring because it would just be the guy sitting on a rock waiting for Thanos <laughs> to show up for an hour. It would be like the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade knight sitting in the Holy Grail yeah. room just alone <laughs> forever. <laughs> hey, someone showed up. Come talk to me. What would be really Sorry, great is if, the, if the whole movie was like security <laughs> camera footage and it was just him doing stuff like making a cup of ramen. <laughs> You know, looking around, like, like, like throwing rocks, on fake noses, like just throwing rocks. Yeah. How does this look um, on me? <laughs> drawing, uh, drawing oh. hopscotch. He's doing a hopscotch yeah. by himself. Hopscotch. Classic. <laughs> okay. So we're at, we're at Vormir. He tells him that in order to get the soul stone, you have to sacrifice the thing that you love the most. Mm-hmm. Um, at that moment, Gamora laughs cause she's like, you don't love anything. And then he starts right. crying and then, uh, and then, but we all know where that's going as soon as they say that. Yeah, and, right. and, and this is, no this is kind of – yeah, like, again, I feel like Gamora stayed way too long. Like, Gamora should have put a little more of a, of a fight up. Um, that, that That's my one problem with that is she should have tried to run away or – again, at this point, he has the space stone. If she would have ran, he could have just teleported right in front of her and grabbed her something. But arguably, she just doesn't believe he loves her. Or arguably, right. she's true. like she needs to. I mean, so who? So, but he's obviously right. He does love her, right? He does love her, yeah, because he sacrifices her and, the, and he gets the soul stone. So. Is she gone for good? Yeah, she has to be right. I don't think so. So Dude, her, Donnie, so with the space stone and Doctor Strange and the fact that they're all still alive in an alternate universe, alternate timeline, she's she can still be alive. Uh, my, Man, my, my, my argument for this is that she's a sacrifice for the soul stone. And so, uh, so w- with that being the case, I think that maybe if the soul stone was returned, that she could maybe be restored would be my guess. Okay. 
All right, whatever. Uh, move on. Okay, <laughs> move on. Uh, we get to probably the, uh, I would argue, the better action sequence in the entire movie, which is the assault on Titan. So we get to Titan. This is now uh, Tony Stark and Spider-Man um, ha- and Doctor Strange are in the, the donut spaceship. They fly it to Titan. Um, Tony Stark's plan is, hey, he's going to come to Earth anyway, so if we if we meet him on Titan and surprise him, get the jump on him, we can defeat him. Okay, that's that's the plan. They get to Titan. The Guardians also show up at Titan. So now you have this great dynamic between Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Tony Stark, Star-Lord, Drax, Mantis, hilarious. Um, some of the best moments are on are on the uh, Titan. And so then, then Thanos shows up, and Thanos gives us his reasoning. He, he uses uh, you know the power of the Reality Stone to show them what Titan used to look like and how, because nobody listened to him, half of the population, or pretty much all the population, was wiped out, and the planet is in ruin. Um this is this is what what I, what I mentioned earlier is that I feel like there should have been some sort of some sort of personal link. Uh, it would have been neat to see Thanos point. like playing with his kid. Yeah, absolutely, and like his kid die. Like, to, like uh, let me say this: we're holding you, her dead body. Yeah, exactly. If you if you if you had to but. listen, if you had to hold your daughter as she starved to death, that would that would break you. You know, I could see that like they call him the Mad Titan. That's his name. That's his nickname. Um, I could see like I could see that guy wanting to to save the world by killing half of the galaxy. But a guy that is just like, man, I, this was my favorite tree I used to play on. And now it's dead because nobody had any food. Um, I, I just feel like I would have liked to seen a little something more um, from from that motivation. Right? Am I wrong? I agree. Totally. But I will say sure. that if you're the guy holding your kid who's starving to death, maybe you should have eaten less. Yeah, but 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 yeah, but but the ar- the argument is made. I mean, again, the, we can't argue something that didn't happen. Saying, I mean, you, I, as a man, he he may have been able to survive longer than a child. You know, I was just giving a stump. No, no, no I, absolutely, I man. He needs you. he needs that that humanizing for like when I mean, he's not human, but that sense of like empathy. Yeah. It would also uh, make sense why he picks Gamora. Right, he's re- pl- he's trying to rebuild the life he lost. God, I, I hope that they, I hope they touch on that in Avengers Four. Um, that that could be kind of cool. Uh, okay, but that leads us into the fight. So, what did you guys think about the fight? Like, this is the fight I love where this fight. Where this is a good fight. Doc, Doctor Strange is like putting platforms and they're jumping on, and Spider Man's swinging around. It's a great fight. Yeah, yeah, it was a great fight. I enjoyed the way everybody got involved. It, it was awesome. Yeah, I'm confused about Spider-Man's strength, though. Like in Civil War, he's super strong. Yeah, he's Spider-Man. I mean, but I like, thought, I thought is he, he stronger than Captain America? Seems to no. be. Uh, no. no, I wouldn't think so. In Civil War, you didn't think so? It seemed like he was. No, no, but he has the jump on Cap a lot, and he also can swing into him, which gives you pendulum motion. Yeah. Um, but I don't think in straight hand-to-hand, he's better than Cap. At one point, at one point, remember he webs Cap and Cap yanks him to him and just freaking clotheslines him. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So yeah, I thought on that note, I did think that Spider Man was a little too gadgety in this movie. I didn't really care for all that, but I, I know why they did it. I know they were trying to show off all the Iron Nano, Man tech, nanotechnology tech and all of that. 
But yeah. it, that is comics. There is a comic suit where he has the legs, the extra legs. So right. that they brought that in was yeah. really cool. I yeah. liked it a lot. I actually, I, I actually, I thought the suit looked cool. I, I do agree that. But again, this is like. This is not Spider-Man's movie, you know what I mean? Like, like if this was the Spider-Man we get in the next Spider-Man movie, I would have been disappointed. But because so much is going on, it's like, you know, I, I, it's hard to even nitpick that. I, I love the Footloose, which we already quoted. I love that whole Footloose interaction I thought was hilarious. Um, That's one thing that the MCU has mastered for sure is the effortless humor. They have got, I mean, the so throwaway good. lines so on, in these movies is really, so good. it's Dude. really good. Yeah, go back and watch them. It's like if an angel had a baby with a pirate. (laughs) Yeah, his whole his whole when when he thinks that he can't be seen. They're like, "How long have you been there? I've been here an hour." That was was my favorite part of the movie. (laughs) He's like, "Got the chip, right?" He's like, "Yeah." Yeah, He's like, like, "I'm going to move so slow right now." That I will be literally invisible. He's just Drax. Drax is is underrated, man. He is one of the. Doesn't he say right after? Doesn't he go? I could have sworn I was invisible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, he's good. Um, I think Drax is a great character. I think his humor is hilarious. Okay, so they do they do a great job. Oh, let's talk about this right before uh, Thanos shows up. Uh, Doctor Strange goes into his little, uh, you know, uh, yeah, his little thing, and he says that he used the uh, the time stone to go through time, and he sees fourteen million. Is it million or billion? I think it's bazillion. I think it's billion. It was a lot. I think it's fourteen billion. But he's like, I go 14, 14 billion, and uh, and and Tony's like, how many did we win? And he said, one. And so that sets up everything we need to know about what's coming up in the next movie. Doctor Strange is the only one that knows how we win. And so that that's vital information. Okay? So then I also believe that his giving up the stone is the result of his knowing. Well, let's talk about that he in a said second. That's there's the only hey, oh, yeah. Hey, right. you're getting ahead. Get in the head. Hang on, hang on. Because hang I because I have something about that too. Okay. So um so so then Thanos shows up, the, the great fight sequence. Mantis gets on top of him and makes him sleep, right? And they're trying to pull the gauntlet off. I I'm I'm interested why it took them so long to get the gauntlet off. Um Because it, it's a movie. Yeah, no, I know, but I mean like drama. I mean, no, no, I, I get, I get that reason, but like oh. in the in the universe, like it didn't look like the gauntlet was holding itself on, right? Like I could see maybe if the gauntlet was like glowing, like the power was, you know, like there was like a power trying not to let it come off, but it didn't seem like that. It just looked like they were like, oh, I gotta, you know, it's kind of like trying to get your, you know, trying to fit in in pants that you used to wear when you were in high school. Um, you know, that would take so, that long. Yeah. So, uh, but let's talk about the the, the twist with Star Lord. So. Um, this whole time that, that uh, Stark and Spider-Man are trying to get the gauntlet off, Star-Lord's just talking to him. He's talking trash. And he, he wants to know where Gamora is. And Mantis basically just says that, you know, he's sad, he's really sad, and then we find out Gamora is dead. And then Peter just loses his mind. And then he... Star-Lord. Star-Lord. And not, then he, not Peter, Peter Parker. Peter no, Quill. Peter Quill. Peter Quill. And, uh, and Star-Lord just punches him 
right in the face, knocks Mantis off. They don't get the gauntlet. So it's Star Wars' fault. But let's just talk about that moment. How, what did you guys think? Like, there, there, I've heard a lot of arguments that that it's basically Star Wars' fault, and, and there are people that are kind of mad that that happened. Uh, what's your take on on that moment? Well, my take is like a different sort of take. My take is. Star Lord's not that strong. That would have been. And did he do some kind of like mechanical yeah, punch? He's well, half. God. He's half celestial like ego. He's yeah. half planet. Yeah. He's half. He's half he's planet. Half planet. Um, but but he he does all he what he does is he knocks Mantis off. He doesn't he doesn't wake Thanos up, but he hits him so hard that Mantis gets jostled, and then that wakes Thanos up. So so yeah. so you're right. I I don't think he's strong enough. Um, you know, I think it was just out of anger. I think he just knocks Mantis off. I think it's interesting that he did it. I mean, it's again, it's that whole thing. It's like, here I am, you know, I'm thinking about myself only. I, I, as soon as I hear this bad news, you know, throw everything out the window, saving the universe. I'm gonna punch dude in the face. It's kind of a typical guy move, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a typical quill move. Exactly. Quill doesn't really have. A concept of the universe. No, he, I don't he's think he a cares. Kid. Yeah, I mean he's a kid, right? Like the like like he was raised movies. by a blue guy who kept exactly. trying to eat him. Yeah, I mean he, he's not a mature guy. Like 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 and pe- people that are like, oh, you know, he shouldn't have done that. Well, what did you expect him to do? I mean, the, the guy you know thinks Footloose is the greatest movie of all time, and he he turns it, it literally is. in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, he turns into friggin' Pac Man at the end of the movie to fight to fight the bad guy. Like, I mean, this is the this is the the level of maturity that we're dealing with, and uh, I thought it was. Right on point. I thought it was exactly within his character to uh, to let let the let it he get got going. a lot of unsettled emotional problems with Peter Quill, mm-hmm. the death of his mother, mm-hmm. finding out that his father did it, mm-hmm. not really knowing how to process loss. Yeah, it's not shocking that this yeah. is what he would do. And then finally finding somebody who he loves, you know, who he, you know, to kind of fill that void. And now she's gone. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I thought it was a Nebula still oh, around. Nebula is. That's true. Yes. He could he could get with her. So. <laughs> we are not having this conversation. This isn't Avengers. 10. I don't mean it like you um, mean it. I meant hook up like dater. Whatever. <laughs> well, that, that's what I thought you meant. <laughs> okay. What is dating like in the post snap universe? Uh, I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Let's talk about the snap. Okay, so <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Take what you can get. That's what. So it's like. so we have this dramatic moment where, of course, you know Thanos wakes up. He starts basically, you know, tearing everybody a new one. Um, Stark has a Iron Man sword. That he tries to attack Thanos with, Thanos rips it off of his arm and stabs Tony with it. Now, did either of you think that Tony was dead at that moment? Yep, yeah, I thought he's dead. Man, it, what a great death too! The sun was like like setting behind him, and it was cinematically it looked just excellent. And I thought, I thought it would have been, uh, I thought it would have been a, a nice death. Uh, maybe thematically because he's, he's alone. He's away from cap. He never got to reconcile with cap. He doesn't really get a hero's death. He's on a alien planet getting married. Yeah. I thought it would have been a real, a real bold move to kill him off right there. And I thought they were going to, the only reason I didn't think it is because of what you said. And I was like, Oh, Chris knows what he's talking about. So he must be about to die off on a little planet with nobody, man. 
That would have been, been bold. That would have been a bold. That would have been a great. I would have loved it. I would have thought so, it would have been great. So then Doc Doc Strange comes. But he up. already already tried that. He already tried at the end of the first Avengers movie to die yeah. off in space alone. Yeah, that's true. Um, but he has a lot more to live for now than he did then. Um, okay, so uh, so yeah, so then we have the the infamous moment that we've talked about where he heckles with um, with Doctor Strange, uh, save his life, and I'll give you the time stone. And he gives okay. me a time stone. Okay, I'll do it okay. now. Now, this th- now, now like look. Great idea. This is this is yeah. this is the one I will disagree with you about, Donnie, because I think that this was vital for them winning. Again, Doctor Strange is the only person in the universe that has seen the way they can win, and so in in his understanding of that, he had to give the stone. Now, the argument is um, t- so far every argument that I've heard is that that was because he knows Iron Man is the key to stopping Thanos. Would we agree with that? Yes. So uh, my, uh, to, be con- to be contrary, I actually think that quite possibly Dr. Strange is the key. And Dr. Strange knew that he had to go to, to the other side, to the soul world. And we'll talk about soul world in a minute. Um, so I actually think Doctor Strange is is more of a key than Stark. Uh, okay, so uh, at this point they're left exiled there, um, and Thanos. I did like the interaction with Spider Man and, and Doctor Strange. I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. we're using our made up names. <laughs> oh Spider- yeah, that was good. And then I, and then I, I like love I love I love Cumberbatch's <laughs> reaction like. <laughs> we're using our. Why are you? What do you call it? Our made up names. Made up names. <laughs> Hi, I'm oh, Peter. Oh, I'm, I'm Doctor Strange. Dude, he's he's a great Spider Man. Yeah, I, I will tell you. We we skipped over, but that that initial scene between Stark and Strange, I thought was fantastic. Those are by far the two biggest egos in that movie, and to see them kind of go toe to toe for each other in the beginning, I thought was was excellent. Um, I thought it was super cool. Um, okay, yeah, I like that too. So Thanos jumps back to a. Wakanda. Now, this whole time while this is going on, the, the assault on Wakanda has already yeah, happened. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something else. Chris took off, so it's sorry, fine. Keep sorry, going. Sorry, we're, we're already running long. I, I, I'm trying to. Oh yeah, to we're long. We're constrained by time. <laughs> Someone else. We have that. a time stone. We can I do it you. however we want. I hate you. Time stone. <laughs> yes, please shout time out. Okay, let's talk about Wakanda before Thanos shows up. So uh, we get Wakanda. We, we now we get this mindless uh, army of I don't know what they are, beastie alien looking things that we do not see until the very end of the movie. But whatever. Um, we have Cap. Cap gets reunited with Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier has his metal arm, um, a new metal arm created by it looks like by vibranium, which is a, a, a nice nod. Um, we get Hulk. Consum- Are you sure? wasn't unobtainium <laughs> you're the worst okay all right um <laughs> just checking i don't hey they never said i don't know it could be it could be adamantium for uh, for all we know nice um so so we also get hulk uh, Bruce Banner still yeah. can't change the Hulk, so he's driving the Hulkbuster armor, which was a, which was a funny scene when he's trying yeah, to. Yeah, that's pretty to clever. It. I like yeah. that they put him in that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so I uh, think it would have been cool if, at the very end, for whatever reason, I don't think it would have played to the story, but it would have been sweet if the Hulkbuster armor just like split in half and real Hulk stepped out of it. I think that that's what everybody was expecting. And I'm not sure that that's not what we're going to see in a four in Avengers four. But 
Um, we need to talk about Hulk, but that's at the uh, that's at the end of the show. So hang on a second. Um, Wait, okay, so I don't get to, okay. What? what you were also mentioned Winter Soldier's arm, and I have a comment about that as well. Okay, I, at the very end we're going to talk about to me. we're going to talk about Avengers four at the very end. If it doesn't have to do with Avengers four, then go ahead and say it. It doesn't have anything to do with Avengers four. Okay, it has then what to do about with the fact that arm? we live in a world now in these movies where like. Like everybody's pissed off because they can't walk or lose an arm, but it's like, what do you care? Rhodey's walking around; he lost his legs. Winter Soldier got his arm cut off; he got it back. No big deal. Uh, oh, Iron Man got chopped open. We get some webbing. We'll just shut that it's up. It's right like there. Star Wars, man. And at the end, oh, of you the chopped day, off a limb. Here's some metal. Here's and a at new the one. end of the day, if none of that works, we'll just go back in time. No big deal. All right, that, that's too many loopholes. Uh, I'm not saying I have a problem with uh, the technology because obviously we live in a world where Iron Man can do it and Iron Man can do, but it's just this idea of like I lost my legs. No, you didn't. You just got new ones. So you're you're, you're talking about a bigger problem, which is which is that there we we're starting to hit the point where there are no stakes to these movies, and um and we're gonna yes. talk about that in just a minute. Okay, so let's oh. get there. Um, all right, so we get the battle. These guys are attacking Wakanda. So the heroes that are there, we get Black Widow, uh, Falcon, uh, the rest of them. They're there. You've seen the trailer. You, you know, they're the all sidekicks. They're all there. All, they're all the sidekicks are there. Um, we have Black Widow lives so long in this world with not one power. I li- I, I will say this: that sneaking scene with Black Widow and Okoye and Scarlet Witch taking on uh, Ebony. No, not Ebony Maw. Uh, 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 what, what's the chick's name? Crap. Anyway, she bleeds purple. No, she's not purple. She bleeds purple. Oh, she bleeds purple. Anyway, that scene where, they, where they're fighting her, I thought was an was one of my favorite scenes uh, in the movie. I thought it was great. Um, okay, so uh, they they decide to open the shield um, because they were running around the shield, and so Caps and Black Panther's plan was let's open the shield and be able to control where they're coming in, so we can we know where they're attacking, and uh, so that's what they do, and they run headlong into it. I love, love, love the scene of Cap and Black Panther just hauling it in front of everybody and just going to town when they get there. Um, I, I like the Wakanda. What did you guys think about the Wakanda battle scene? It was. I mean, I don't know. I, it was okay. I, I've, I've never been a huge fan of the mass battle scenes in yeah. movies yeah. like Lord of the Rings and yeah. stuff like that. I just, I mean, I get it. You have to, you have to have it, but, and they do a pretty decent job of cutting to the individual, you know, fights and stuff, which yeah. again, it's a lot to handle, but they do a pretty good job with it. I love winter soldier picking up rocket and just, Turning around a circle and letting rockets shoot everybody—that was great. That was oh, so I might have missed that. That's the thing. I, that's the, one of the issues I have with movies like this particular fight scene. You have uh, War Machine and you have Falcon who can fly. First of all, I've never understood how flying characters get caught by things that are standing on the ground. Like, hey, don't fly so low. I mean, that's, right. you know, just seems reasonable to me. Logic one hundred one. But that did happen in this movie. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why isn't? I mean, you've got War Machine, like who has like a ray beam. He, I can't just stand there and go and just mow them all down, build up a pile of bodies, and move on to the next quarter wood. Like, I, it's back to like this, the sheer like, like we can do anything. You know, yeah. it doesn't seem like 
I don't understand. These things didn't even have weapons. They're just rabid dogs, essentially. Yeah. Yep. Give me an AK-47 with an unlimited amount of rounds, and I can take out thousands of dogs. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that I can, I can argue with you. I mean, I, we don't know what the, what the number. You but know. I'm gonna try. No, I'm just saying. I mean, we, you know, we don't know how many of them were, like and that. and also it's a movie. I mean, you know, again, you have 26 heroes. You have to have them do something. So yeah, you can't have War Machine just you drop a nuke at the, uh, you know, at the front of the gate and blow everybody up and then go have tea like that. That doesn't make a great movie. So, uh, I mean, that's that's my only argument. It would have been it. quite the plot twist, wouldn't it? <laughs> America did it. It would have been. It would have been a great plot twist. Okay, so uh, so we do this for a while. You know, you're right. You know, it's the mandatory big giant action scene. Um, they get to Vision. Now we didn't really talk about this, but Shuri from Black Panther is trying to um, to basically separate Vision's consciousness from the stone, which I absolutely believe that she did. I yeah, do she not succeeded. believe. Yeah, I do not believe that Vision's dead. She just got out of there so fast. Nobody ever think about that. Nobody blinks and goes, "Whoa, what happened to her?" That lady got away with all the data. Yeah, yeah. she's got everything she needs. She's going to be huge, I think, in the next movie. She, I think, she's going to be the next Iron Man. Um, like a but, dwarf, huge like a dwarf. <laughs> yep, huge like a dwarf. Like a space um, dwarf. So, but at this point, they, they they get into Vision. So, so Vision jumps out of the window, fighting, and he he ends up getting in the battle. At this point, Thanos is now on scene, and he is coming after um, Vision. The whole idea was that if they could separate Vision's consciousness, and this is really kind of the plot, like maybe the B plot of the movie, which is why Thanos, while Thanos is trying to gather the stones, you know, Captain America decides, okay, if we can just eliminate the stones, he'll never be able to complete his mission. So the, the 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 idea was let's separate Vision's consciousness from the Mind Stone, and then Scarlet Witch has the power to destroy the Mind Stone. Let's talk about Scarlet Witch for a second. Scarlet Witch is super powerful. Um, and, uh, and, I, and I feel like that she was way underutilized in this movie, but I think that's because they don't know what to do with her. And so I don't know... I don't know how you, you mean the, the directors? I just think the- I just think Marvel doesn't know what to do with her. Um mm-hmm. because she is we're talking like she's like a mega level like in the comics. Like she she literally in the comics said no more mutants and basically wiped out almost the entire population of mutants just by saying the words. Um so she is she is What's going to happen when her and Strange get together, hang out? Uh, That's a movie I want to see. Okay, so let's go back. Anyway, so so Scarlet Witch is the only one that has the power to destroy the stone. Now, we're saying of the entire movie, you were just talking about the power of War Machine. We're talking about there is one person on the battlefield that has the the power to destroy an Infinity Stone. That's huge. And so... Couldn't she have just gone and all the dogs die? I mean, again, th- that's what I'm saying. You, you, yeah. you brought up War Machine. Like, I would argue Scarlet Witch could probably do that. But but that's what I'm saying. I don't know that Marvel knows what, what, what they want to do with her yet. I don't know they've defined her powers yet. So so we don't know where she is. This goes back to the reality stone, you know, and that's – is it just proximity? Like, we don't know what those power limits are because Marvel hasn't really told us. Um, but regardless, we get there. Thanos is on. Uh, you know, he, 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 he he's there. He's in Wakanda, and they're basically like, we, we have to do it. You have to take Vision's life um, because we have to get rid of the stone, which she does in a very, uh, you know, harrowing scene. Like she basically, you know, 
destroys the only person that she loves um, by destroying the stone. And it's a super dramatic moment. It's great. This is uh, the, also the scene where Thanos, you know, gr- try, you know goes to grab and Cap, gr- you know, stops the gauntlet. We talked about that scene. It's a great scene. But um, but then, well, I was yeah. certain, by the way, that that scene in the in the trailers was much earlier in the movies, and that's when we were going to see Cap die. That's what I thought. I thought we were getting like a te- like like that Cap was gonna he was defending something and he was gonna die in that scene. I oh, know. Gotcha. Gotcha. I know. I I never would have. I would have bet anything that Cap died in this movie. I I would have. I I would have too. Yeah. So reference so- like two podcasts ago. I was joking about it. Yeah, so um, so we get here. So yeah, so uh, Thanos reverses time, and he kills Vision, rips the stone right out of his head. And yep, he completes, right out of there. He, he completes the gauntlet. Mindstone, mindstone, kidney stone. <laughs> At this point, uh, around this time, Thor shows back up with Stormbreaker, and he Stormbreaker, and he basically wreaks havoc on everything. And then he lines up to take out Thanos, and he throws his hammer right at him, and it plunges right into his chest, taking Thanos down to his knees. Thor then comes up to grab the hammer to then boast that he said he was going to take him down, and now he has taken him down, to which Thanos responds, You should have hit me in the head. You should have taken my head. Because at that what moment, what he should have done is cut his arm off. That uh, that would have been great too. So at that moment, Thanos snaps his fingers, and we don't immediately know what's going on. He snaps his fingers. At that moment, he jumps in his mind to the uh, Soul Stone, where it's uh, he sees Gamora, baby Gamora, standing there, and she said, "Did you do it?" He said, "Yeah," and she said, "What did you cost? What did it cost you?" And he said. Everything, and then it's. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand that scene at all. And then it snaps back, and he opens a portal. He steps backwards through the portal and disappears. Okay. Open the portal. At, Open the portal. At this moment, uh, we don't really. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. We don't know what's happening, but uh, it starts with Buck. I hate you all. <laughs> You're the worst. Um, it, it does. Starts, it starts with Buck. It starts with Buck. Uh, he, he, he says, Cap, I don't, I don't feel good or something feels wrong or whatever he says. And then Buck crumbles into like dust and flows away. Why does his arm crumble? Why doesn't his arm fall on the ground metal? Or clothes or anything. All of it. It all goes. Uh, that's a great question. We'll talk about that. Um, They'll need keep them. saying that. This is the time. Why are we talking about it? Oh my, well, so, so, so the argument I have an episode is. Episode four prediction. Hang for on. That. Oh, no, no, you got to wait for the episode four. I, I said for that, yeah, I um, can see them. So the the theory is that they're not dead. The theory is that they were transported to the Soul Stone. Again, the Soul Stone gives you the power over life and death. And so in the comics, and I believe that they'll probably play it pretty close to the way they did in the comics, is that the Soul Stone houses the souls of anybody that the Gauntlet takes, which is why I don't think Gamora is dead either. And that's why I think Gamora shows up in baby form at the end. I think she is trapped in the Soul Stone. So I think I think that they're not dead. I think that they're basically just kind of materialized inside the Soul Stone. That that's that's my theory. I don't know, but that that would be why how I would answer that question. Does Bruce Banner disappear? No. 
Okay. No, I don't think anybody from the first none of the original team. So anybody before, uh, I think it's anybody before Guardians is still around. It, and the only people, uh, the only people other than that are Nebula, Rocket, and Okoye. If I remember correctly, they are the only three new people that stayed, um, which also is very interesting. Uh, and then probably Shuri. We don't we don't know for sure that Shuri is there, but I would assume that she's still there. Shuri, she is. <laughs> so then we just see. Scene, I'm not joking. We don't see, call me Shuri. <laughs> We see scene by scene, um, people start to crumble. We see Black Panther yep. go. We see yep. um, Star Lord and Drax and Mantis. Scarlet Witch. We see Scarlet Witch. We see Doctor Strange. We see uh, Spider Man. Does Spider-Man he go? Was, does Doctor Strange go? Doctor Strange yes. goes. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Now you got Strange and Scarlet Witch together in, in the Soul World. Spider Man went. Yeah, Spider Man went. What did you guys gone. think about the Spider Man death? I thought that. He died. Did you think it was too I dramatic? I, I thought that it was, was way bit. overly dramatic, in my opinion. See, I kind of felt like that, too. Like, he got this big thing. Nobody else did. Everybody else was like, Zoop, Well, so, so so let me help you with that. Um, Spider- was it because he's so far away? No, Spider-Man has Spider-Sense. So he sensed what was happening before it actually happened. Dude, you have an answer for everything. You're amazing. That's what I do. You know these what I do. comics, like... It's an it's amazing. I will say that uh, Tony and and in in Homecoming, Spider Man Homecoming, Tony and Peter really kind of became really close, and I felt like it was it was a perfect ending to have him die or crumble in Tony's arms. Uh, I thought, yeah, that was, I, I thought it was fitting for sure, was, but I did great. think it was really dramatic. Now, Doctor Strange looks right at Tony and says, uh, "This was the only way," and then he disappears. So uh, so that's it. Um, the movie then fades to Thanos uh, stepping out of a hut on a mountain overlooking a sunrise. And he sits down, no gauntlet on his hand, and he smiles. And then we cut to black. Uh, credits roll. We get the stinger where um, Nick Fury and Maria Hill are together. They both disappear. But just before Nick Fury disappears, he sends a space pager mess- message out to Captain Marvel. And that is space pages. Okay, so real quick, any but we're gonna we're gonna talk about Avengers four in a second. Before we jump there, anything that we missed that you want to bring out? Because that was I think you covered it pretty thoroughly, Chris. I know. Sorry. No one's still listening at this point. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the humor. It was so funny. It was so funny. I hate you all. I'd like to. I'd like to recap everything Chris just said. This movie made a billion dollars. Yeah, it's really good. Had a lot of fighting, Humor. questionable scenes. We didn't really know what to do with, and I laughed. The <laughs> a end, lot. A lot. I didn't know who Captain Marvel was, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna. In fact, I didn't know at all what he paged until the guy behind me at the theater said the words Captain Marvel. That is exactly what happened in my theater. I was like. I don't know what that is. And the guy, one guy behind me, he's like, Oh, Captain Marvel. I'm like, okay. Yes. And to which I then absorbed that information and acted like I knew what I was talking about to my oh, yeah. son. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Captain Marvel. Just so you know, bud, that is Captain Marvel's logo. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> Captain what, Marvel. Are, what are her powers, dad? Captain Marvel. I have Marvel. no idea. 
Uh, Captain Marvel no, is going to be no, great. It would have been this. It actually would have gone this way. What are his powers, Dad? I don't know what his powers are. I think that he can possibly do some interesting things. Oh, he's a woman. Right. Shazam. He, he, he was originally a man. The original That's Captain Marvel true. was a man. And I know that he has a suit that came from the Cree. That's well, he he yeah she yeah yeah. And so okay, uh, let's talk about Avengers four. Just to recap, okay, because we have kept everybody a long time. Hopefully, you guys like it. Listen, if you like this, uh, I, I I love doing this kind of stuff. And I know it's I know it's been a long. No show. one no one can tell Chris. So, no one can tell how much you enjoyed this. If you like this, please message on the Facebook group that you like it, so you shut Donnie up. All right, please. Um, okay, so let's talk about uh, Avengers four. Uh, l- l- let me say this. I I. I am most interested for Avengers 4 because as much as I pretty much nailed what I thought was going to happen in, in Infinity War, I literally have no idea what's going to happen. You have a full year, bro. You will know everything with <laughs> by then. I don't think does it feel like does it feel like when Chris talks about how spot on he was with the predictions he had for this movie? Does it feel like he's at a job interview being like, "You know, I just work too hard. Like I don't really have any negative qualities. I'm just too humble." I just worked too hard. I really nailed this one. I'm just saying that <laughs> that when I, I left, I'm just saying I'm good. I'm just saying when I left Avengers Four, I, I honestly don't know how they're going to do this. So yeah, I any, don't know what he's going to be about. What do you? What are you feeling? Well, things I've read say that the title for the next movie is a dead giveaway, so they're keeping the title. They've kept the title close to the chest. I I think it's going to be like Avengers Rebirth or Avengers Reassemble. Ooh, that would be a good title. See, you even know the titles. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't don't know. It's going to be that. (laughs) Someone I both know, that's what it's going to be. And you're going to be like, I didn't know that. I think the next movie should be called Guardians Reassemble, and it should be one of the Guardians actually putting Drax's pieces back together. <laughs> yes, he's I'm all for that. He's puzzle. Not pieces now. He's crumble. He's crumbles. Stop ruining my ideas. <laughs> I uh, I have no thoughts, I man. Yeah, I'm just even. I'm just even, in. I'll go see it. It's you know, it's kind of like the Empire Strikes Back. It was like you know, kind of set you up for the yeah. next movie. Absolutely, yeah, that, but, that's, that's great. But I will say, for a gift for a setup movie, it was fantastic. Oh, I it was good. It was I, I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to see what they do. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be great. So, uh, what movies will we get before that movie? Okay, We're gonna so get Captain Marvel next. Next month, we get Ant Man and Wasp. Which looks awesome. Which looks awesome, and I think it's going to be a much more important movie than anybody's believing that it's going to be. Spoiler prediction: that white floaty thing. That's Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, ghost. Yeah, the bad guy. I That's agree. That's what I think. Yeah. See, Chris knows everything, man. I, I agree. I, I agree said completely. That. Um, oh. I I think that either either in the the very end of the movie, um, which is where I would put it, but possibly in the stinger, I think either Ant Man or Wasp crumbles from the effects of the snap. We lose one of them. So they're like, this is concurrent with. Uh, yes. So in in Infinity War, they tell us that Hawkeye and Ant-Man both took a deal after Civil War, and so they're under house arrest. We know that um, Hank Pym 
and uh, and Wasp come and rescue, not rescue, but basically get Scott Lang out of house arrest. So we know that it's basically happening, you know, leading up to what's happening in Infinity War and then going into Infinity War. So I, I just feel like one of them are going to have to go. Um, Do you, you think Hawkeye bring... is going to be a, a poignant character at some so point? So l- let, me, let me tell you my theory on Hawkeye. <laughs> let me tell you my theory on Hawkeye. I think Hawkeye watched his whole family crumble. And I, I think Hawkeye is going to lose his mind. And I think he's going to be just a completely loose cannon in the last movie. And he's going to drink some gamma rays and turn into Hawk, no. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> Hawkeye. I like that. Write that down. Oh, God. That's definitely, that's definitely not going to happen. But I... Uh, yeah, so uh, so Hawkeye has been seen on set for Avengers Four, so we know he's there. We know he's shot scenes. He's wearing a very black and it looks goldish suit, so he may be taking the kind of the mantle of Ronan, which is a character that he played in the comics as well. So if he just kind of loses his mind and go, like, goes rogue, uh, it could be kind of a cool uh, cool thing uh, with him. That that that's my guess. He's going to be there somehow. I just think that I think that you need to give him an edge, and I think the only way he. Joss Whedon made him a family man in Age of Ultron. So I think that the only way that you get him back on the field with a killer edge is that you take the family that's away. That's the from him. only interesting thing about him. Exactly. So you you take the, the family non superhero stuff. Yeah. So you take hey, that he's just a normal dude. Uh we already knew that. <laughs> So you take the fam- uh. you take the family away, and I think that he becomes a a pretty killer part. Okay, um, uh, I think that uh, so. Then yes, so wait, so what we were talking about is we Ant-Man get Ant-Man and Wasp. Wasp. Then you get uh, you get next <laughs> oh, April, <laughs> next April you get Captain Marvel. Okay, and then okay. you get Avengers four in May. So we don't get BP. You, you don't get Black Panther two. No, you don't think they're going to slip a Hawkeye movie in, kind of like Phil said, kind of under the radar, I, like I August, wish. September. I wish that'd be Big awesome. Man. I'd love to see Black a Widow standalone I would dropping love to in see there. A Hawkeye. A Hawkeye, Hawkeye Black Widow movie would be amazing. Hawkeye it, movie would be straight to video. I hate I, right. I, I think a Hawkeye Black Widow movie would be the first Marvel movie I would not watch. Oh, I love. I love it. I love <laughs> Just be like whatever. If it, if it, dude, if it was made like John Wick, but with Hawkeye and, and Black Widow, dude, that would be a killer movie, bro. I'm, well, I think it would absolutely. be more like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I think they would be enemies throughout the whole movie, trying to kill one another, and then be forced to realize why they should fight together. Yeah, that could. Yeah, nice. Good remember, call. Remember, remember, in the first Avengers, they have that. They have that one scene where they're like, "Remember what happened to Budapest?" And he's like, "We don't talk about what happened to Budapest." I want to see that movie. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. So yes. Yeah, so then we get Captain Marvel. That leads into Avengers four, and then we get Spider Man in July. Spider Man two. Bonus points if you can tell me where Budapest is, Chris. Oh, I was going to say I know. Uh. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know. Can you name the continent? <laughs> Budapest is in <laughs> the continent. I mean, it's it's in Europe. It's in Europe, right? It is in Europe. You yes, you are correct. Uh, that's probably as far as I can get. Uh, Budapest is in a. Uh, I don't know. Spain. I don't know. Hungary. Hungary. Huh. Hungary. I, I wasn't like like. It's far. the capital city. I didn't of say. Hungary. At least I didn't say Australia. I mean, that's, that's true. You got the continent. Okay, let me just say this, and then we need to wrap. I think that what I'm I, starting. I think that um, 
they will snap again to put everything back, and I think it will be Cap. Um, I think that that's how they have to end this. I think that it has to be Cap's movie. I think Cap is going to die. I will go as far as to say I, I do not think Iron Man dies. Um, I actually almost think that maybe none of the other original Avengers die. It may only be Cap. But I think that Cap dies for sure. And I think he does it willingly. They spent the whole movie talking about we don't trade a life for a life with Vision. Um, but, you know, Cap's whole thing is that is that we he doesn't like bullies. And I just think that he puts the gauntlet on. I think that, that because he's just human by snapping, it's going to it's going to take everything out of him. But he does it anyways. So you did originally predict. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Cap. Sorry, Cap. Omen, omen of that, things to come. That was pretty poignant, actually. <laughs> You're going down, Cap. Uh, you at one point uh, predicted that Peter Quill would do would don the gauntlet in this movie. I do. I, I did, and and I, I I don't know that that's that's still not possible. But I just feel like Cap has to. Go. This is Cap's last movie. It, it's got to be. Chris Evans has basically said he doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, you know, Marvel's trying to kind of switch over the guard. You have to have Cap go out and ablaze. Like Cap is the heart of this universe. Even though Iron Man is is like the face of it and and, and kind of the the driving force of it cap is the heart of the mcu and i think you have to rip it out i think i think it has to be and i think it's going to be brutal so all right that's all i got any final thoughts guys no i feel like i just watched the movie again i feel like i just relived it all the way through how many times have you seen it chris just once really yeah that's not true that's true you only saw it one time i just saw it one time i I was gonna go back but i ended up canceling my second showing I am I am legitimately shocked that you've only seen it one time. I've I've written uh, like f- about four thousand words about it. Oh, hey, by the way, if you guys want to read more about my thoughts, you can go to Chris Quips. Uh, just follow me on Twitter. You can get to a link there. I wrote a bunch about it. So <laughs> there, no one is surprised to hear that nobody, right now. Nobody is surprised. <laughs> All right, that's it. We we need to wrap. Um, that was good. That was Avengers. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this. We're not going to do a lot of spoiler cast, but when they're big movies like this, we probably will. I'm. I would like to do one for Solo because I am so pumped for that. But we will we will do them occasionally. That means as, I have to actually go see that movie. Yes, we'll do them occasionally. I'm starting to get on board for that. The movie. Sorry. The movie comes out. Save it. Uh, this is Real Amigos. You guys can subscribe to us um, uh, on uh, the podcast service that you should. You can also see the video version on YouTube with our amazing props. So please do that. If you like the video, give us a thumbs up and um, and let us know. Um, we'd also love to know what you think is going to happen in Avengers 4. So in the comments down below, tell us what uh, what crazy things that you think. Do you think Hawkeye is going to take a gamma serum and become Hawkeye? Um, let us know in the comments. I love that. That, that is, that is great. But, I just think his arrows would be like telephone poles. He'd be like, nice. They'd be like orc or arrows, like Boromir. Yeah, the giant orc arrows. All right, we have got we've got to finish, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>